and we are live yo what's up guys uh welcome to a brand new uh i guess this could be called a live stream or a video youtube well memorial stories on youtube but <laughs> this particular video is gonna is uh title of course is why troy Ave is testifying against tax stone right so this is actually a case and a whole situation that i've uh been very very invested in over the last like almost 10 years like seven for the past like seven years so since 2016 it's 2023 now this is a situation that i've been invested in since 2016 um to give you guys a little backstory and i'm gonna go over everything i'm gonna go over everything that's happened within this whole situation but essentially uh troy Av uh was the upcoming underground rapper in new york uh and tack stone was a podcaster who actually kind of changed the podcast game and kind of opened up the doors for people like uh joe budden um uh, and a lot of people like who eventually will podcasting would not be what it is today if it wasn't for tack stone that's 100 percent facts especially in the hip-hop industry but uh these two guys, they ended up, uh, they ended up having beef. Uh, basically, you know, the way I see it is, over time, I, I forgot how their beef started. I think their beef started over uh, Troy not wanting to give somebody that Tax was cool with a song, and then from then, Tax Stone just continues continuously trolled Troy Ave over the years, right? So, with this continuous trolling, now I will admit it was funny. With this continuing trolling. Uh, it actually got to a point to where uh, they start threatening each other and, and saying what they're going to do when they see each other, right? Fast forward to 2016 at Irving Plaza at a TI concert. Tax Stone is assumingly by himself in a green room and Trav is rolling deep with like six people. The whole situation is allegedly... Um, Tax Stone said, "What's up? What's popping?" And Troy told and Troy's bodyguard, you know, said he was going, you know, do something to him. And allegedly, you know, Tax pulled out the gun, start just firing at everybody, ended up killing the bodyguard. Um, allegedly shot Troy like six, seven times. And fast forward to where we are today. So in this particular video, I'm going to be going over. Almost every different avenue, all the conspiracy theories in this whole case. And fast forward to current day to where uh, it is actually Tuesday and yesterday, Monday, Troy Ave is officially taking a stand against Tax Stone, which is, wow. Um, this whole case is like, it's like, wow. Because I remember being 16 years old when all of this happened. And this whole situation was in like a... Nobody really knew what happened and nobody really knew like what the situation was. But today I'm going to give you guys like a throw back story of everything that has went down fast forward up to today. So with that being said, um, we're going to watch probably a couple of documentaries. I'm going to get feedback on a couple of documentaries. Uh, let's see. And also, guys, you want to know who's an interesting figure in this whole situation? Casanova. 
croutons. There's a very big, very big part in this case. He's playing a very big part in this case when it comes to the whole figuring out did Axon actually do this shooting. Uh, Tax Casanova has actually, you know, been said to have been one of the people who called, made a couple phone calls on a tap fed line to where he admitted that Tax shot the spot up. Just crazy. But let's go, right? So let's go ahead and just start this, right? Uh, let's see where we at, where we at, where we at, where we at. Let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, here we go. All right. This is in the green room, guys. This is in the green room. Also, the girl screaming my leg happens to be Lena's girlfriend. Remember everybody that you see these videos, but he's breaking it all down. You don't see people like Uncle Murder because he's this is Troy Ave right here on camera shooting the game. you can see in a couple of minutes. for rapper T.I. Three others were injured. Sources say one of the injured has now been charged. Breaking news, new video just released of a gunman who opened fire at a rap concert in Manhattan, killing yeah. one person, and cops now say wounding two others. One man right now under arrest. The police tonight yeah, trying to identify the others in this chilling and dramatic surveillance video. The NYPD said they have arrested one shooter, a rapper known as Troy Ave who they say fired a gun right as the rapper known as T.I. was set to perform. The night it happened, somebody called me um, right right in the midst of the melee. The call I got, I knew my brother was dead. Bang is the one who lost his life. Uh, that was the main model. Miss Pat, Miss Pat. I was here in the house and I received a phone call. And I was told that 
my son had been shot and it didn't look good. Now, what I will say is, so this revolt documentary uh, gives a very good outlook on the whole what happened. And if you know the the all the people involved, uh, which I'm going to explain after this documentary, I'm going to explain, I'm going to connect the dots on who's who, what actually happened. I'm going to give you guys the whole story, but this is more so like the of what actually happened in that particular night. And then, of course, we're going to showcase, you know, the beef. This that and the third between you know the boys. <laughs> Good person, very athletic, outgoing, well spoken. Everybody liked Benga. I will always remember him. Not only a, a bigger brother, he was a friend. You know what I'm saying? Like he was family to me. I knew him forever. My kids grew up with him. He wasn't a kid out there. He wasn't a violent kid. He wasn't a kid that would look for problems. He let the ball. Like the music, what was wrong with that? Banger, Edgar, this is where he grew up at. This, this building that we're next to is 133rd Avenue, and we moved out here when we were kids. He's a mother's son, he's a, he's her baby, so he still lived with my mother in this area. He was a loving, caring, kind, thoughtful person. One thing I could tell you if I was to be walking and I had bags, it would be like, Molly, let me help you, let me get that. That's who was Edgar. Edgar was not a street fighter. He was not a, uh, a kid that you could say, oh, he's always into problems. No, he wasn't like that. I taught him, you know, at a very young age, proper etiquette. Uh, I also taught him, you know, when you have an opportunity to help someone, help them. And I've always taught him, taught my children, you know, that you have to look out for one another. Remember him as a good man. I know five individuals. I know he had people back. He was very protective, very adamant about that. He helped, you know, anyone that, you know, was allowed to come into his, that God allowed to come into his life. He could know you for a week, you know, a day. He was very protective. I believe that was his calling to protect. Can I share something with you? I found out about this recently. He helped a young lady that was uh, being beat up by her, her boyfriend, actually at the Brooklyn Bridge. And he got into it. He got out the car and he, where, he, where he got out to assist this young lady. And the person, the, the boyfriend, literally tried to throw him over the bridge where he fought for his life. But he didn't, he, he would never tell me, you know, all these things. But, you know, since he passed, uh, I've heard so much, you know, they've done for many, many people. But that's the type of guy he was. I love you. I love you, Edna. Everybody 
the media's biggest misconception about my brother was that he was just an average Joe, angry dude, uh, a felon. And I'm just summing it up. They threw as much they could throw as they throw as much out as possible. What troubles me most is the misinformation that's being sent out. NYPD knows Troy didn't shoot himself. They know Troy didn't shoot his bodyguard. That man died a hero. And to imply anything that Troy actually would hurt his lifelong friend is absolutely insane and irresponsible. People that were there, maybe they want to talk, maybe they don't want to talk. But there's so many theories going on that I just had to pull out, man. It's, it's just, it's depressing. I mean, it's human nature, but we feed on the car wreck. We feed, feed on the car accident. We feed on the car catastrophe. And I'm a little disappointed in how everybody jumped in and had two cents to say about it without really knowing what the truth is, man. You know, it was articles up about him before we even identified him. So there's a lot of things that really you know, mess with us in regards to just being able to get through that first night of, of, of seeing our brother and, and, and knowing that he was dead. They painted my child as being some gangster on the street. They portrayed him as being this this kid that's, you know, a hooligan on the street. Basically, uh, thugs that uh, basically celebrate the violence they've lived all their lives. And unfortunately, that violence oftentimes manifests itself during their performances. And that's exactly what happened last evening. The lifestyles that they lived, the lifestyles they came out oftentimes uh, uh, follows them into the uh, entertainment world and the success they have. The first thing they put out uh, was uh, that Troy Ave shot my brother. It's the first thing they put out, and he shot himself, you know. And where you get that from? Oh, I think media went too crazy. They didn't wait for the facts at all. They just wanted a story. They portrayed it as if I said that Troy Ave came in there shooting, which I never said, ever. He was beef with Mano. I saw Mano at the hospital. They love the culture but hate the people. So they use bad opportunities to blow it up and say, this is what's wrong with the culture. Don't have nothing to do with the culture. This not nothing new. Them always want to blame. Um, and what I will say about this whole situation. From the culture and have some issues and things got ahead. You know, Nobody, that's just what it is. At first, you know, it's a person. Everybody in this situation refused to cooperate. Headlines, that's what gets the clicks online. That's what gets the ratings up on the news. This is his job. That's why people are confused on show reasons why but if you want to and why media, treats us why they want that why they do this is, he, he has to support his team right go you gotta create us as these, these 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 violent people in order for it to look good when they do things to us you gotta understand that so it's, it's, it's just not about him it's just using him in this scenario to continue to push the narrative that we are we, we all need to be in jail we all need to be locked up there's too much violence in the black community so a black will die one percent or less at the hands of the police and 99 percent at the hands of the civilian most often another black the real danger to them is not the police the real danger to them 99 out of 100 times 9,900 out of a thousand times are other black kids who are going to kill them that's the way they're going to die not everybody is a rapper artist or they're not animals you know you have real artists that take this serious you know, feed their families with this and when you do stuff like that you take it from their mouth so when you have shootings like that, and then you have me and Mano, which we was on the scene. You know, police behind that, they've been trying to give us a hard time going to the club, because Brooklyn's been hard. We will never forget or fail to honor the achievements of Bill Bratton.
New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announced Tuesday that NYPD Commissioner William Bratton will retire next month and take a job in the private sector. They don't understand it. They speak on it negatively. But we just got to start watching how we moving and how we doing. If you want to be in the music business, there's certain things you got to leave at the door at some point. At some point. We all street niggas. Okay, cool. I get it. But how real you want to keep it? You want to keep it so real that we got 100 years or you dead? Nigga be like, damn, that was the nicest thing in the world. That ain't cool. I don't think that's cool. So we got a, a job and a duty for, for our families to do all this work that we done to get out of the pain that we was in just to mess that up now? No, that ain't cool. And that ain't, that ain't gangster. That's stupid. It's dumb. Locked in the jail, but I'm gonna get free. I wear icy gold chains, can't no brass break me. Pussy nigga child to assassinate me. I took the gun from him and turned the tables round like a G. New York has a very specific self-defense statute. Someone has to be doing something or about to do something to you that's causing you to be able to react to do something to them. If he were anybody else but a black rapper, he would be looked upon as a hero. When the killers came in, this man took action. I can't go into any details on that, but he took action and he prevented more people from dying. We've heard a lot from the Republican right and the NRA, and they've always said that if someone comes in to cause harm, you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to use a gun to defend yourself. And when that happens, you prevent more people from dying. This could have been another mass killing. I'm wondering, where's the NRA now? Why are they not speaking up in defense of this man? And I have to sadly think it's only because uh, he's a rapper, a black rapper at that. Why are they not standing behind Troy? You have to ask that. They arrested Troy Ives, uh, alleging that, or saying that he was the one that, you know, shot my son but then later on said, said that he was not the one that shot my son and that there was another gunman. There were never a follow-up on the story and my son's killer. Been so many interviews about Troy Ab, but they have nothing, the public have not been told or have been given any story on the follow-up of my son's killer. One person was killed last night during a concert for rapper T.I. Three others were injured. I think I had a party for probably like three days in a row. My birthday was good, like really, really good. Pool party, dinners, and then the concert. Bob was, it was cool. When I got there, it was normal. I mean, it, was, it just started getting like a little bit too crowded. But other than that, it was, it was normal. Like it was fun. Everybody was chilling, like drinks was just starting to come out. Um, the room was filling up. So we were just about to like have a drink. And that's when like we heard like a fight. And then after, right after that it was like a shot. Well, shots. I think I got shot like with the first, the first bullet. 
all I know is I was just stuck in a position where I couldn't stand up and I just kept saying my leg, my leg. All I was thinking was like my leg, I couldn't really like say what happened to me. I had to wait a while for an ambulance, probably like the second ambulance or third because the other person was actually like right there dying. I'm upset with Urban Plaza because not only did they not follow the proper security procedure, that room was too crowded, it was too tight, it was too many people in there. And for somebody to just let off shots in a crowded place like that, it's like, it, I know it was not worth it. I hope they really like take action and like, you know, fix their system. Troy Ab. He was let out of jail on a $500,000 bond. His mom actually put up her house in order for him to be able to come home. Now, he is charged with attempted murder, weapons possession, and other things uh, for the incident that happened at the TI concert at Irving Plaza. Right now, he has to wear an ankle bracelet, and he cannot leave the city. He also has to stay away from all concert halls, bars, arenas, and performance venues. Today, we're here to announce the filing of a lawsuit in the Supreme Court of the state of New York Kings County alleging that this place let someone into the facility with a gun without checking them and but for their actions Troy would never have been shot and none of the incident that would took place that night would have happened. He is the victim here. He did not bring a gun into this place and we are seeking redress for the negligence. The security here did not pat down anyone who came in the back door. That's the problem here. People that came in through the VIP entrance in the back were not checked by security. If you come in the front door here, everyone gets wanted and patted down. But people come in the back, they were not. That's how the gun was brought into this facility. He is charged right now on the advice of counsel because of the charges. He cannot make any statements relating to the facts. I'm going through a lot, and I just want to get my life back. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. And he asked him, well, do you have anything to say about Ronald? I just want my life back. That speaks volumes. R.I.P. my real nigga B.A.N.G. Couldn't make your funeral, but I heard that you was fleet. Flying through the sky, I know the luggage Louis V. When you get to heaven's door, save your boy a spare key. You in a better place, but I'm sad and enraged. Trying not to let tears fall on the page. It's been a few days and the nigga still hurting. If you was here, you would say I hope you're still working. Can't explain the pain with a whole dictionary. There's nothing to explain. You niggas fictionary. Find out what's up when the shit goes down and you fighting for your life, not a homeboy around. Fuck them if they froze. I'm fucking with the Lord. 
You never let me down. Never ran out the door. The fake help you appreciate the real more. It's opened up my eyes and shit I never would have saw. I'm OD stressed, but I'm OD blessed. And the khakis and Obamas in the bed getting rest. Using this time to get ready for the grind. Just like the saying, when I rise, I'm going to shine. I'm innocent. It ain't the end of show, yeah, it's not at all. This is just the beginning. I'm innocent. Unless you're charging me with being real from the very beginning. I'm innocent. That's a fact, though. Can't finish the rest, though. Police sources say the rapper Troy Nav was sitting at a red light in this red Maserati. He was approached by a gunman with a hood who opened fire, glancing out the window to his Maserati, striking the Brooklyn-born rapper in the arm and head. Troy Av was released from the hospital late Monday night following the Christmas Day shooting, which left him with multiple gunshot wounds, including one to the head. Av and his girlfriend were en route to visit family in Flatbush, New York, when a masked gunman approached his Maserati and began to fire into the driver's side window. Av was able to flee the scene, but not before getting hit in the head, back, and arm. Did investigators just crack an eight-month celebrity mystery? 31-year-old Daryl Campbell was arrested in this quiet Brooklyn home today. Here we go. If we can uh, satisfy the conditions that the judge set concerning bail, um, he should be fine, barring uh, the government uh, appealing the decision by the judge. He's a very sharp, well-balanced individual, and he understands the gravity of the situation that he's in. And um, he sends all his love to his, his family and his loved ones. He has two charges, which are felon in possession of a firearm and transporting or receiving a firearm. Those are his two charges. My son didn't want to be here that night. And a situation was set up where, from what I understand, um, Troy Ab caused an argument or started I don't know, hit some, tap somebody. Automatically, my son, you know, stepped up. He took There's the first very, bounce. very different accounts of what actually initiated the situation. But when they see each other, I've heard. How that. did I get where I am today? Um, from being me, um, I speak my mind. I like to tell the truth. And I think through truths, people start to pay attention because truths might ruffle feathers at times. hip-hop people are talking about guns people sure. are talking about shooting people sure. are saying things like the police absolutely and they go like how is this helping the dialogue as a hip-hop artist how do you reply to that well first of all i think that people need to take into consideration that hip-hop traditionally has always been a reflection of the environment the artist had to endure before he made it <clears throat> to where he was so if you want to all right so The thing about uh, so what necessarily initiated the situation? That's what a lot of people want to know, and I've heard, you know, from various sources. One, when they seen each other, Troy spit on tax. Another situation I heard when they seen each other, 
Troy slapped Tagstone. And then the actual situation where most likely I, I think what happened is when they see each other, Tag said, what's up, what's popping? And Troy sent Benga to go put hands on them. And as they approached, Tax pulled out the pistol and shot the whole club up. But it's very this whole story is very, very interesting because most people who were in the situation, they don't want to cooperate. There was a lot of people who were in the room. Mano was in the room. Casanova was in the room. Uncle Murdo was in the room. There's so many people that were in the room, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to go over another documentary, but while we're going over another document, before we go over another documentary, we're going to go over like some of their, uh, let's say that they're back and forth, right? Because these guys have been going back and forth for years, right? So Troy F. And text Now, it's really hard that um, a lot of people don't really know, like, what really, really started to be. This, I'll give you, this is Troy's, this is To who it may uh, concern. I'm applying for the position of information security analyst. I've always been interested. I'm trying to get tax. But your issues with tax go back many, many years. I heard some wild ass shit from way back in the day. True or false? Don't, it, I heard about a, an altercation outside a liquor store. Long time ago, when you tried to sell him a CD, that's cat. It wasn't no liquor store. I think you got it fucked up because he tweeted about that. He didn't even tell me about this. I heard this from somebody else in the industry who I really yeah, respect. They, they, playing they told telephone. me that you had an encounter outside the bodega. Tell me what happened in front of that. Let me. You tried to sell him a CD, and then he reacted, and then a couple of days later, something happened to him. What? That's not. I can't. I can't if, go into greater detail than that. If something happened to people, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. But I've never. I don't remember this. This didn't. I know. The only time that he ever said I tried to sell him a CD was, in um, we call him Ratstone, by the way. Huh. Only time he ever. That's a fact. This paperwork. Only time that he ever um, I tried to sell him a CD was in the McDonald's parking lot, and I think he tweeted about the shit, and then like you know I would be like. If somebody said they ain't had no money, cool, I'll take it. But if they like said something slick, I'd be aggressive and make them buy it. So I think he might have tweeted something and I reply, yeah, then you remember I such and such and made you buy it. Mm. And then that was it. But I don't remember no liquor store and something happening. Like I was never on feet selling my music. Like I was always in a in a dope V and they come to the chuck. It was never no bum shit with me. I'm in front of a liquor store, yo, Obama. I don't know. This so when did you trace the conflict between you back to when did it really start? Was it just when he got a podcast that you got really nah, aware of this? Or before that? I don't know. It's so it's so many it's so many people that you get haters when you into like when you start doing uh entertainment and people can know you and you don't know who they are. Right. That's when the shit starts. So it's so many fucking different people, which is cool because it all I'm I'm overly paid for all the shit I gotta go through. Right. But I don't never be focusing on like, yo, this happened and that. Happened. I only remember that because I remember a tweet about it 
But you know does it go back to him being around Mano and Uncle Murder, who you initially had conflict with? I never had a problem with Mano and Uncle Murder. Oh. I, I did. I came and did records for Mano. I fuck with Uncle Murder. Uncle Murder, me and Uncle Murder go back before music, like street business. His people's is like my man in my house. Okay. Like that. Like, see, this one should take on a life of its own. This is it why was I hate never doing no my own problems. research. I go, yeah, I, go, was, I go and I talk to people and then they tell me stuff nah. and I bring it up and you're just like, I don't know what anything about Yeah, that never had, and I would, I would say it if it's not going to incriminate me. I would, <laughs> right. I, nah, that's, that's a fucking myth. That never happened. So I don't know where the initial problems go back to. You would see like, I don't know. But when you started hearing him go in on you on the podcast. I never heard it. You never heard it. But you hear about it, right? I told you, yeah, I would hear about it, but right. I never heard it. Like I said, I never... Listen, I'm not a nosy person. Right. I'm always I'm always getting to it. Like I got a lot of shit going on. You feel me? Just in life. Like I got a lot of shit going on. I got mad different I really got mad different businesses. I be doing my own shit. I be in my own world. I don't even listen to a bunch of music because I don't want to start sounding like motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm listening to pop or big like oh shit, whatever, or soul music, like shit from the sixties. So I'm not a nosy person. Like, yo, let me be on top. Only during the pandemic did I start watching shit. Mm. Yo, let me see about this. Let me see about that. Like, I don't give a fuck. It, yo, it's hard to eat when you're looking at somebody else's plate. You're going to keep missing your mouth. I don't give a fuck about what people got going on. So I've never heard episode, none of this shit so at you're, all. you're not curious about what's going on with all this about new special. school, New York beef and you know, all this shit? Uh, explain what happened in this situation at all. Like, that's what I just got from that, right? So... But this uh, particular documentary kind of gives a great break of what happened. Hey, yo, um, hey, yo, love it. The rise and fall of What's the damn deal, y'all? This is All for the Culture News, and this is an All for the Culture News special report. The rise and fall of Tax Stone. So a lot of y'all may or may not know, Tax Stone, he was a popular podcaster that rose to prominence and then through a, a shooting with the rapper Troy Ave is now uh, in prison, locked up and looking at at least 10 years is what I'm being told. Um, and then he still has a murder charge on the table. But we are going to go through the rise and the fall of Tax Stone. So Tax Stone was a normal guy who grew up in Brooklyn, who from his own account was a street dude that was in and out of prison his whole life and spent over 10 years in prison, I think, at a stretch. Taxstone then got out of prison and he was always known for having a brash and rash opinion and, and a rough way of speaking around his neighborhood. Well, this transferred onto Twitter when he decided to go on Twitter. He started leaving opinions about music, rappers, life topics, event topics, all yep. types of things, and started growing a Twitter fan base through his brash and rash opinions and his sometimes uh, unpolitically correct way of saying things. This eventually caught the eye of Charlemagne the God. We all know Charlemagne the God, Breakfast Club, uh, on MTV, uh, author of many books, couple books. You know, he's been on a lot of news channels. A-list celebrity starts to take notice. And this is what makes it so interesting to me about Tax Stone's rise, was that he was noticed by Charlemagne. Charlemagne kept watching him and then eventually invited him onto the Brilliant Idiots podcast. 
on that podcast, Tack Stone was such a great guest for them. He was so, like I said again, brash and brash with his opinions. He said a lot of things that people are thinking but don't say, a lot of things that men are thinking but don't say. And he gave a very interesting perspective of someone who's been incarcerated in a correctional facility for a very large portion of their life. It was a very, very well-recepted episode. So then Charlemagne, taking notice of this, says, hey, man, why don't you come down to Uncommon Sense on MTV? He goes down over there and does another amazing job to where people just see that this guy is a true star for media and for communications without having a communications background in college, just being someone that grew up in the New York Correctional Facility. So Charlemagne took notice of this and also another podcast host on the Loudspeakers Network named Kid Fury both saw this and went to Combat Jack to own the Loudspeakers Network, RIP to Combat Jack. Facts. And they told Combat Jack, you need to give this guy his own podcast. Now, also, guys, remember Charlemagne got his own podcast, and it was called Tax Season. Through this podcast, he built his following with classic interviews, classic interviews. Meek Mill, uh, Joe Budden walked off of his uh, walked off of his podcast. Uh, uh, Beanie Siegel, when the whole beef with Meek Mill was going on and everything like that, you know. Um, he, he did a lot, a lot of classic, classic interviews and he was just on his way up doing well. But at the same time, he was also promoting new New York music like Bobby Schmurder. He was early on Bobby Schmurder. He was early on designer. He was early on Casanova. Casanova was a friend of his, um, Manolo Rose as well. He was new up on all these guys and he was early up on Troy Ave as well. So this is kind of how Techstone. Uh, rose to prominence and rose to uh, his status of being a famous podcaster. Uh, now, his beef with Troy Ave, that started with him and just giving his opinion on tweets. He didn't like Troy Ave's music. He thought Troy Ave was average. He always admired his grind. He always uh, told new rappers, you got to grind like Troy Ave. He said, I admire his grind, but he's a liar. He didn't like that Troy Ave had kind of made up his persona of being a drug dealer and being this big D-boy, and uh, he just thought Troy Ave was very average. But he did show respect when Troy Ave had good records, like the Your Style record, and like when that song All About the Money came. When All About the Money came, he showed respect until he found out the backstory. That track was actually stolen by Troy Ave from a guy named Manolo Rose. It was a song called Remember I said Dope Man. about a song. All right. That's how this whole beat started. Troy Ave ended up taking it. Manolo heard it and ended up making the best deal he could for him because Troy Ave had already kind of put the, the, the song out there. He got 100% writing credit. He was in the video. He had lines in the song. He played it the best way he could but it was known in the streets of Brooklyn that Troy Ave had stolen this record from Manolo Rose. And uh, Tax Stone knew this as well, and Tax Stone did not let people forget. He kept talking about it and reminding it, and he didn't like it 
because Tax and Manolo were friends. But they even had young Lito go out and uh, talk to Tax Stone, and that was that picture that everybody saw on the internet and thought young Lito was going behind Troy Ave's back. But in actuality, he was trying to squash the beef between the two, and Troy Ave knew that uh, because young Lito and Tax Stone were friends from the sandbox, and young Lito had gone to speak to him to see if they could, you know, Cool, calm the waters and, you know, cool the beef. But with two guys like that uh, that are in the spotlight, there are going to be problems. And, you know, at first, uh, Tack Stone's tweets were about Troy Ave's music. And, you know, Tack Stone is a journalist. He's got to be honest. He's got to share his opinion. That's how he got on. That's how he became who he is, is sharing his opinion. So if he doesn't like your music, some artists – most artists are going to take that personally. Their art, they take it very personally. But it's not personal. It's about that he does not like the records. He does not think you are talented. But this is the way Troy Ave feeds his family, so he takes it personally. And that's what culminated at, on May 25th, 2016 at Irving Plaza. So let's go back to the night of the May 25th, 2016 shooting at Irving Plaza at the TI concert in New York City. It was a star-studded event. There were a lot of stars there that night. Troy Ave, Tag Stone, TI, of course, Uncle Murder, Mano, Casanova, and many, many more. Casanova was on The Breakfast Club and said that Tag Stone was supposed to not even go to the concert that night, but Casanova had kind of been the friend that forced him to go. But Tax had all had always adopted that policy that Charlemagne had that he didn't want to go out too much because he felt he needed a gun or go places where he needed a gun. But Tax Stone felt like anywhere he needed to go, he needed a gun. So he kind of just stayed to himself. So I don't understand why he decided to go that night or, you know, when he was picking up that gun, he didn't say, you know what, if I need this, I'm going to stay back. But he ended up going. And after years and years of Twitter dissing, Troy Ave and Troy Ave responding, they were both in the same room. Now, details of what happened are sketchy, but I'm going to tell the story through different eyes at different times. So we know what the security footage has shown us. We know what Troy Ave has said in a song. But Young Lito did an interview and said that the aggressor, the person to allegedly start it, was Troy Ave that Tax Stone was sitting back, relaxing, chilling with some girls. Troy Ave went up aggressive. Troy Ave punched him in the face, and a fight ensued allegedly. Now, Young Lito says, I was not in the green room, but this is what I heard happen. Now we go to the part that we know allegedly from Troy Ave's music. We know from Troy Ave's music that he says that Tax Stone tried to shoot him. He ended up tussling with him, got the gun, and went after him, which is some of what we see in this surveillance footage. If you see that first guy at the beginning that's holding onto the couch, that is Tag Stone. Following in the room after that is Troy Ave, and I believe to the left of Troy Ave is uh, Banga. From there, Troy Ave lets off two shots in the direction of Tag Stone, also in the direction of Banga. Now, the reason I say that, let's go back to this Young Lido interview. Allegedly, the interviewer asked Young Lido, is it possible that Tag Stone is just keeping his mouth shut and Troy Ave accidentally fired the shot that killed Banga? And 
Young Lido did not answer, obviously, because it's an open case. He just said, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. I don't know what, what it is. Blah, 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 blah. You know, he said, I don't know. Now, there is another version of this story told by Sean Duke McFadder, who is the older brother to victim Bang of McFadder. I interviewed Sean Duke McFadder, but in a uh, article, he said that he believed it was one of Tax Stone's friends who let off the shot, not Tax Stone himself. And Tax Stone is just holding it down with the street code, you know, because he's the one who, who is famous. He's the one who really was dissing Troy Ave. So that's who the cops went after. But uh, Sean Duke McFadder said in an interview, Which that I don't he think, didn't think it was Tax Stone. It was actually one of Tax Stone's shooters. Now, Going off security footage and, uh, you know, what these guys have been charged with along with the interviews, most people believe that there was a fight. Tax Stone let off a shot that hit Troy Ave in the leg and let off a shot that killed Banger. Troy Ave tussled with the gun and got the gun from Tax Stone and chased him into another room. And that's where we see Tax Stone here. That looks like Tax Stone on the couch holding on right before Troy Ave runs into the room on the security footage and lets off two shots, like we said. So, Troy Ave then that night shows up to the hospital with a bullet wound in his leg. Investigators immediately obtain a search warrant to search the van and found the gun that was used in the shooting and the gun that killed Banga in the van that Troy Ave was in when he pulled up to the hospital and they determined that that was the only gun used in the shooting that night. So yep. that means the gun that killed Banger, the gun that killed Troy Ave, I mean the gun that shot Troy Ave in the leg and the gun that killed Banger are the same exact gun. There was no two guns in that shooting that night. Facts. Immediately rumors and news started to swirl that Troy Ave was the one who let off a shot that accidentally killed Banger. And a shot that shot him in the leg. When I heard that story, I didn't believe it. Look, y'all, I, I'm in a wheelchair. Like, and even I'm not that bad of a shot. Like, you don't just accidentally shoot and get it fucked up twice. Like, so I, I didn't believe that. But the next day, Troy Ave was arrested for attempted murder and illegal weapons possession. He was not arrested for murder. So that started to kind of die down. And then, uh, then the police released a statement and said, no, we are not looking at Troy Ave for murder. Um, we do believe that the shot in the leg was self-inflicted, but that he did not kill Ronald Bangham McFadder. He is not the guy that we suspect of doing this. And so nobody knew who it was. I've ended up pleading not guilty to those charges, saying that it was self-defense and that he had to do what he did. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky, right? Self-defense especially you're talking about New York. You're not talking about Alabama. You're not talking about Texas. You're not talking about these Southern states. You're talking about New York where you're not even allowed to have a gun. It gets very tricky. Your life has to be in danger at that moment. Remember, we are dealing with the justice system, not street code, right? So it's not like, oh, he shot me. So now let me, and he's running away from me. Now let me go get him because he shot me and disrespected me. And let me say it's self-defense. No, he is running away from you. He has dropped the gun. He no longer has the gun, and he is running away from you. As much as you want to go harm that individual, as much as you may want to go do something 
that is no longer self-defense because he is not a threat to you any longer. Now, if while he is shooting at you, you shoot back and you kill him, or while he's shooting at you, you run up, grab the gun, it goes off and it hits him, that is self-defense because that is in the middle of your life being in danger. But all we see on this video is Tack Stone running away as you see him on that couch holding on and Troy Ave running into the room after him. That is really, I mean, that is hard to say is self-defense. You're not under attack at that moment. You were at one point, but you are no longer. And the shots have to be fired and the person has to be hurt at the time that they are trying to hurt you. Not after they are trying to leave and get away and their back is turned to you and they are no longer a threat to you. Now, during the time Troy Ave is sitting in jail, waiting for his bail situation to be figured out, he released a freestyle and a mixtape on June 6, 2016. And in the freestyle, and I quote, he says, Pussy N-word tried to assassinate me. I took the gun from him and turned the tables round like a G. Now, when this dropped on June 6th, rumors started to immediately swirl that he was talking about Tack Stone. I mean, there were some rumors already, but that really started to make the rumors swirl. So Troy Ave sat in jail from May 25th all the way to July 11th when he was released on bail. He immediately came out and let it be known that he was not rocking with certain BSB members, and he just let it be known that he was kind of clearing house and starting with a whole new team. It was, uh, again, there was another shooting on December 25th of that year, 2016, where there was another attempt on Troy Ave's life, but I don't really want to uh, make that part of this story because we don't know if that had anything to do with Tack Stone or not, but Troy Ave did go on Breakfast Club and give one of the most entertaining, funniest interviews about that situation. It was pretty much exactly a month later that Tack Stone was arrested after investigators found DNA of his on the pistol that was used in the shooting. Tax was arrested by NYPD, U.S. Marshals, and Regional Fugitive Task Force on federal charges for firearm possession as a felon and admitted to receiving a firearm in interstate commerce in connection to a shooting. So allegedly the gun that was used to shoot Troy Ave, to shoot Banga, the gun that they found in Troy Ave's van, which was all the same gun, all the same bullets were used. There was only one gun that night, was brought in the building allegedly by Tax Stone. Allegedly, Tax bought the gun from a Florida man who brought it up to NYC. He was a friend or an associate of Tax Stone, and investigators were able to determine this through social media. At first, Tax was granted a 500k bail, but it was rescinded when the Manhattan federal judge, Lewis Kaplan, decided that it was best to keep Tax Stone behind bars. Federal prosecutors made a strong case against Campbell and even went right. as far as saying that they have a witness that will testify that they saw Campbell, a.k.a. Tax Stone, fire the fatal shot um. that killed Ronald Bangham McFadden. There's two witnesses. So at this one point, of name you know, Tax is locked up. Is and we, don't, we just hear a little back and forth between Casanova and Troy Ave, but we really don't hear much from Tax Stone. Well, on June 15, 2017, Tax Stone pleaded guilty to both of those federal gun charges. And um, 
he could face now up to 20 years in prison. Taxes are already done. Right. But then on July 13, 2017, Tax Stone was indicted on second degree murder charges by the state. So the federal charges was because the gun was through interstate commerce. So those uh, gun charges were federal. The murder, the second degree murder is a state charge. So he is now fighting a state charge for second degree murder. And we are still waiting on that trial on um, whether he's going to plead guilty, not guilty, whether he's going to try to fight the case. We are not sure. It has not even been reported what his sentencing was for the uh, guilty plea that he took for both the federal gun charges. We know that he could face up to 20 years, but we have not. There have been no reports as to what time he was given for the gun charges. The last we heard was a tweet on April 15, 2019, where Tax Stone tweeted, should I drop this episode of tax season today or Wednesday? Then the next tweet was, I'll be home soon with Kale Breath. <laughs> I don't know how he thinks he's going to be home soon. I don't know what he's worked out behind the scenes. Um, there were some reports that he was snitching because he told the judge, hey, let me out of jail. Troy Ave is the bad guy. And Tax Stone and Tax Stone's lawyer also made it clear to the judge that Troy Ave and his crew were implicated in another shooting in a club days earlier, and the rapper's best friend, Ronald Bangham McFadder, who was killed in the Irving Plaza shooting, was actually on bond for that altercation. So there was some snitching, it seemed like, on both sides. Tax Stone and Troy Ave, because then Troy Ave releases a video for his song, Too Legit to Quit. It's an animated video where Troy Ave is seen taking the gun from an attacker and shooting back, saying beat him up and took his pistol. And the guy who's fleeing away is wearing a Be Safe Though shirt, which is Tax's brand and Tax's slogan. There is another scene in the video where Troy Ave is sitting on the witness stand in a courtroom flipping the bird at a defendant who is presumed to be Tax Stone. And in the lyric, he raps, I'm only loyal to my fam. Middle finger from the stand, it's either me or it's you. A lot of people are saying, well, Troy Ave can't snitch because it's on video and it's uh, self-defense. But that is not true in street code. I'm not a street dude, but I've talked to some of my friends and they say when things like that go down, you just keep quiet. So now. I have told you guys the rise and the fall of Taxstone. Taxstone is right now sitting in prison. He is definitely going to be there for some years, and we don't know what he is going to get on the second-degree murder charge. Now that I have told y'all the rise and fall of Taxstone, my opinion was that this was very, very, very foolish of both men. This was very foolish. From according to both of these guys' life stories and what they have told us, they grew up from very, very rough backgrounds, right. especially Tax Stone. And Tax Stone is the one I want to focus on. Tax Stone lived a very, very rough life. 
And from his own words, he never saw this happening for him to where you get on Twitter, you do well, and you get recognized by Charlemagne to the point where you get your own podcast that is doing numbers. You're interviewing Meek Mill. You're interviewing uh, Beanie Siegel. You're interviewing Joe Budden. You were about to interview Jay-Z. And you let all that go for a stupid fucking Twitter beef? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I look at Taxstone a little bit different than I look at Troy Ave. In a sense of that, like, I hold Taxstone to a little bit higher of, like, a standard. Because I've seen it since the beginning. I've never really liked Troy Ave. Taxstone, I really loved. I listened to his podcast. I thought he was a very intelligent person. And he talked with a lot of sense. He was defending himself. This it doesn't matter. We have to have accountability. Possibly finished for good. Troy Ave's career possibly finished for good. He'll music. Are you kidding me? I remember I interviewed Sean Duke McFadder and I spoke to Sean Duke McFadder and I could see the pain in this man's eye. Anywhere near me, I was going back anyway. Okay. Right. Uh, without him being arrested. So he's in my mind, my brother, because we, my older brother, that's in constant. All right, guys, now we're, we're, we're doing this video. So that's pretty much a gist of what happened and how the actual beef started. It really started because of Twitter, Twitter beef. When these guys finally seen each other, um, you know, they got down, right? So before I get to one of the main points, I want to touch on the actual song that Troy have released where he actually says that he's going to cooperate. Then we're going to go over to recent day of him actually cooperating. It's crazy, right? And I'm also going to give like my uh, closing thoughts and arguments as well, too. All right, guys. Now, this is the what most online business courses is today is that they spend most of their time talking about motivation and mindset. Okay, guys, so those first couple of lyrics, he just stated, suck a fire, I got hit. People who had the uh, shirt, people, what type of shirt the guy had on? Doing a skip, right? Let's see. All right, here. And then he even says, so now this is, this happened, this, he dropped this music video five years ago, right? Pete, what he says next. Now, 
If you guys want to listen to the whole video, you guys are more than welcome to do it on your own accord. I don't want to get banned from YouTube in no way, form, or fashion. So I'm gonna fast forward to Charlemagne even giving Troy F. Donkey of the day. Now, mind you, in the previous videos that we uh looked out, Charlemagne is who gave Tex, you know, the opportunity and Charlemagne and Texton are really cool, right? So Every time Troy Ave would come to the Breakfast Club after the situation, Charlemagne would not even come to the studio and be in the interview, right? So, fast forward to, uh, and it's more so just because of loyalty, right? So, here's what, here's what Charlemagne's thoughts was when the song initially dropped. And this was like five years ago. Charlemagne, say the game, don't get other shit. You are a donkey. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, Mr. Ed Sheeran, uh, donkey of the day for Friday, February 2nd, second day of Black History Month, goes to Roland Collins, a.k.a. Troy Ave. Now, Troy Ave is in a lot of legal trouble and has been in a lot of legal trouble for a while. He was hit with five felony charges for his role in the shooting at Irving Plaza that happened in May of 2016. Yeah, May of 2016. He was indicted on one count of attempted murder and four counts of criminal possession of a weapon. And his bodyguard and friend, Ronald McFadden, was killed in the gunfire spree. R.I.P. to Banger. Now, the other piece to this situation is Tax Stone. Uh, Tax was indicted for firearm possession as a felon, and he was indicted for second-degree murder for the killing of Banger. Now, I don't know what happened in this situation, but two people who clearly do know what happened are Tax Stone and Troy Ave. And this week, Troy Ave released an animated video for a record called Too Legit to Quit. And it is safe to say that Troy Ave let MC Hammer down. Because on this record, Troy Ave seems to discuss his recollection of the events at Irving Plaza, and he hints at testifying against Tax Stone in court. It's an animated video, so when you watch the video, you see him shooting at someone in a T-shirt that says, unsafe, though. Tax Stone's signature phrase was, be safe, though. So it's clear who Troy Ave is talking about. Uh, let, let's hear some of the bars from this record. All right, I beat him up and took his pistol right out of his hand. I was blowing to make him RIP. He was scared and he was swift. Tables turned. Now watch him flee. Okay, now let's play the line about him uh, taking the stand. I'm only loyal to my fame. It's true. Middle finger from the stains. Even me or you. I will send it out to hell. Last hours. Okay, okay. I've heard enough. I've heard enough. I'm only loyal to my fan. Middle finger from the stand. It's either me or you. Troy Ave getting his Nino Brown on. If I go down, I'm taking everybody down. This bigger than me. Let me tell you something. I'm not a street dude. Uh, I haven't been a street dude in a couple of decades. I don't play by those street rules. I don't claim to be a gangster, street dude, hood Negro, none of that. I'm just a square-ass media personality, and I love it because it's way too stressful on that street side. But one cardinal rule I do remember from the street is no snitching. Now, how do I feel about snitching? Can't ask me that because I'm a taxpaying, God-fearing civilian. And as a taxpaying, God-fearing civilian, I reserve the right to be a tattletale. Ask me. I'm telling. Ask me. <laughs> I know. Know you telling? Okay, okay, 100%. <laughs> he did it. But when you are a rapper like Troy Ave, who claims to be from the street and claims to be a gangster, you cannot attempt to make snitching cool. Okay, see, Troy Ave, you can't be the villain and a victim. 
All right, there's no such thing as an indirect informant. You either cooperate with authorities or you're not, period. Once again, I'm not in the street. I haven't been in the street since I was a child. So I wouldn't care how you handle this situation if you didn't claim to be a gangster, a street dude. Troy, clearly you don't want to go to jail, but you're thinking about your street cred and you know how flawed street cred can damage your rap career. But I'm here to inform you that you can't have both. All right. There's no cool way to be a rat. I'm loyal to my fan middle finger from the stand. It's either me or you. No, not when you're a street dude. If you're a civilian like me, absolutely. But not when you knew Pac. OK, when you are Mr. Bake and water whip weight again, you can't be a rat, can you? You can't be a rat and a gangster, can you? I don't know. When, when you move by street rules, then you know some things are cool and some things aren't. And unless things have changed that much since I've been in the street, being a snitch was never cool, okay? Troy, once again, you can't be an indirect informant. We know you're trying to beat your charges. We know you're suing Urban Plaza. And if you testify against Tax Stone at all, but guarantees you the lawsuit money. But stop trying to save your rap career and save your ass from going to prison at the same time. You can only do one. And if your freedom means more to you than your rap career, which it should, then just write an official statement. Cooperate with authorities. You might as well at this point, because if they call you to take the stand and you refuse, or if you take the stand and don't tell them what you've been telling us in your records, then they're probably going to hit you with an obstruction of justice charge. So just write an official statement. Ain't no such thing as halfway snitches, Troy. You can't hokey pokey when it comes to being a rat. You can't have your right foot in and your right foot out, okay? You, you, you just got to do it. Okay, because this video you put out this week is embarrassing and it's throwing whatever street credibility you had out the window. By the way, kids, street credibility is whack. All right. You can't buy nothing because of street credibility. Somebody tell you that you ain't got no street cred. So and I agree 100 percent of everything Charlamagne just said. Right. So. Now, fast forward to present day. Right. So. Uh, it's been said years. Troy Ave even said himself that he was going to cooperate. So fast, fast forward to yesterday. Um, I think it was day six of the trial. Troy Ave actually did take the stand. But before he took the stand on Friday, Tax Stone decided to get back on Twitter, which that's a whole situation in itself. Is how does Tax Stone have access to Twitter and chill in prison? Right. So basically, essentially, Tax Stone get on there. And he tweets, can't wait for this delusional line bozo to testify on Monday, right? So, Troy Avin was responding and says, a call to action is crazy, I can't wait. Said the person with nothing but time. <laughs> His friends cooked them very well done. I might just bring dessert. What kind do y'all want, right? And then, of course, he even tags the president. Dear President, this hater trying to frame me for the murder of my friend on me. I'm innocent. I'm boomed at the hater off in self-defense. His man's cash well and Malcolm ate the cheese on him already. My new album going to be called Dear Hater. I won, right? Now, what is Troy I'm talking about right here, right? Now, hold up. We're going to get to this. but And, of course, Tax Stone was responded, re rejecting self-reflection at any cost. No lives think most highly of themselves, keeping their face far from mirrors, but placing them in front of everybody else's place. Now look, now what is Troy talking about here? His man's Caswell and Malcolm ate the cheese on him, right? Now remember I said those names at the beginning of this video, right? Caswell happens to be Casanova, right? And we're going to go fast, we're going to fast forward to the people who are actually cooperating in this case, and this is actually an ongoing case. It's not over yet, so if you guys want me to do a part two, definitely leave it in the comments once the case is over with. But Casanova and 
Malcolm. We're, we're going to fast forward to who all testified. Now, who is Malcolm? A lot of you guys want to know who Malcolm is. Malcolm actually was Casanova and Troy Azra's, like, best friend, right? And what did Malcolm do? So, when the whole situation happened, Malcolm wasn't there, but Malcolm, when, when that situation happened, Casanova ended up calling Malcolm and telling him on the phone, on a wiretap by the Fed, that Taxone shot the place, shot the club up. Not only did he do that, Malcolm even pressed Taxstone about the situation. And Taxstone sent out his home map to Malcolm that of what happened, right? And even then, Taxstone was staying with Malcolm when the feds picked him up. Now, fast forward to current day, Malcolm ended up getting into some other legal issues on his own. So the feds came to him like, okay, what do you know about this situation? Crazy part about this situation is Malcolm is now an informant in this case, and he's going, he's he, he's testified that he did get a call from Casanova on a wiretap, and Taxstone did admit to shooting that night, right? So let's fast forward to, let me make sure you guys can see this. Let's fast forward to uh, today, well, yesterday. NYC rapper Troy testifies about fatal shoot, shooting at T.I. concert. I'd rather die fighting, right? Rapper Troy Ave on Monday gave Manhattan jurors a gripping account of his life and death struggle with rival Tag Stone for the gun used to kill his bodyguard during the 2016 scuffle at Urban Plaza. The Brooklyn-born magician, whose real name is Ro- Ronald, Ro- Ro- Roland Collins, testified at the murder trial. And he chose that he chose to fight back after he was shot and wounded backstage, right? And I quote, if it's fight or flight, I'm always going to fight because at that point you could die. Collins 37. And it's crazy how both of these guys are 37. Like these these guys are 40 years old crashing out. They crashed out over Twitter. Collins described grappling with text on hip-hop podcaster whose real name is Darren Carroll over the gun. It looks like if you see people wrestle in high school, that type of position. Here's what Troy Ab says. When the shot goes off, I see the light from the spark, and I hear the shot he testified. This is all happening fast. I get up and start fighting Taxstone, trying to take the gun. Take the gun from him. Grab the gun. When he grabs the gun and another shot goes up, I put my leg up to kind of block the shot from hitting me in the face or in the chest. That's when Campbell, so Tax Stone ended up shooting. Campbell shot him in both legs, he told you. And he said, I got up, said I'd rather die fighting. People die from leg shots, I'd rather die fighting than laying on the ground. I got up immediately. Collins finally got his hands on the gun and got his fleeing rival in sight, only to have the weapon misfire, he testified. Only then he noticed that his pal lay on the ground. I rolled over his body. I rolled his body over. I'm like, banging, get up, come on. I'm smacking him like, come on, bro, get up. Testified, and his eyes rolled in the back of his head. His shirt was red. I could tell he got shot. Two bystanders who were also wounded during the shooting in the crowd in the VIP and Collins 
was initially hit with attempted murder and gun possession charges for his role in the incident. Campbell, 37 now, on trial for attempted murder and assault weapon charges. Coleman's lawyer told the Post that the prosecutor promised him one year sentence. That's crazy. Instead of the 15 years he could have faced in exchange for his testimony. Whoa. So Troy Alfred is probably going to end up doing a year. Wow. And the only reason he's going to end up doing time is because in New York, you're really not supposed to have a gun at all. And he, especially in New York City, and he was actually on camera firing. And I think Troy's bullets actually did hit some people. A run, and then, of course, they give a backstory. A running feud between the two artists finally boiled over that night after Colin said that he and McFadder walked into the VIP room before he was scheduled to join T out on stage, and they saw Campbell. So they basically, uh, Banga, the bodyguard, and Troy Ave, they walked into the green room. This is the VIP room. They saw Taxstone. He said that there were about 100 people in the pack room when he heard Campbell shout, What's popping in what he perceived to be a threatening way? Banger turns around and says, I'm going to rock him, which means I'm going to hit him. Collins testified. They ain't so. Trey, I was telling it all. And then I weak at him and I tell him, Do your thing. So, but, I mean, honestly, I look at the situation as Banger caused himself to get popped. Be real with you. So I look at it. If this is really what happened, Banger calls that on himself. He says that's when Campbell reached for his waistband, pulled a gun, propping the fight that ended with McFadder dead. In the aftermath, Collins said console girl started to flee. That's when everybody yelled, the cops were coming. I'm like, no, F that. I'm staying with them. He told jurors referring to McFadder. Campbell was charged in 2017 after police said they found DNA anonymously him. And then they they left here on some quotes about, you know, now, tax when speaking on, you know, if he were to ever run up, if, if they were able to see Troy Ave or if any rapper would ever run up on him, he said, and I quote, I can protect myself as a man, so I'm not thinking about rolling with six goons, Campbell told detective said it. He, and he actually said this after his arrest, according to court papers. When I see you walking up with six dudes, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> tax tone is crazy, bro. And then this is what he says. And now this is um actual quote that I remember texting him saying. That's why I'd be laughing at rappers. He allegedly said, rappers, I don't care about you. I'm going to tell you. Try me. Okay, look. So here's how I feel about this whole situation, right? For one, uh... Troy Ave and Taxstone were both like, for them to be over 30 years old doing this is ridiculous. Both of them pretty much are throwing away their careers. Taxstone, uh, more than likely, he's probably going to get, you know, a full 10. I personally think he's going to get a 10. It's not looking good with a lot of the people cooperating against Tax. He's at least going to get 10 years. I think so. Um, Podcast career. Maybe over. Um, and with Troy, he's probably gonna get one year. But with Troy testifying, his rap career is over. His rap career really kind of been over because a lot of people, after that whole situation, a lot of people started distancing himself from him. When Troy Ave released that song saying that he was gonna testify, that's when a lot of people started to distance himself from him. 
And also, the industry didn't really necessarily mess with Troy App like they messed with Tech Stone. So a lot of people were rooting for Tech Stone. But with that happening, uh, what I will say is that this whole situation was dumb. And like these people crashed out over Twitter beef. It's crazy. Now both of their both of their careers are pretty much over with, and <laughs> all over nothing. And it's like for what? But hey, um, now oh, another thing that I will say too as well is anybody who's young out there was up and coming. You know, if you have opportunity, especially to make it out of the hood or wherever you're coming from. Don't mess it up trying to be gangster or whatever. Because at the end of the day, in 2023, we've seen so many situations where nowadays everybody's cooperating. So it's best to just stay out of certain situations and just be a law-abiding citizen and, you know, just go about your business. You don't got to be the big tough guy. You don't got to prove your point when you see somebody, especially rappers. Like, when you see, like, this, this whole situation could have been avoided, but it wasn't. And now these guys are... More likely, more likely, one of these guys is gonna go down for a really long time. Um, personally, I think it's Tax Stone, and I'm actually a fan of Tax Stone. You know, when the, when the situation initially happened, I was you know one of the people who was yelling out free Tax Stone. But in throughout this whole situation, Tax Stone definitely he played a big role into antagonizing and bullying Troy Av online. Um, so I'm not gonna say that you know. Tax Stone didn't put himself in this situation. Tax Stone very much did put himself in this situation. Um, as well as Casanova. Casanova's locked up himself too on Rico charges. And nine times out of ten, Casanova's gonna get 20 plus years once his case is over with. And Troy Ave, on the other hand, I mean, he might only get one year in the feds, but on a, realistically, Troy Ave's career, rap career, and, and entertainment wise, it's over with. No, it's a lose-lose for the most part, but this is the whole Troy Ave versus Tag Stone explained and uh, why Troy Ave is testifying against Tag Stone. Hope you guys like it. If you guys want part two once the case is concluded and my any thoughts on, you know, once sentencing happens, it's in the third, let me know um, in the comments below. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share. And uh, let me know what other uh, hip-hop stories you want me to get into. Peace.